Welcome to Let's Talk About LTC with Synchrony Pharmacy, hosted by Rob Luffler. We're nearing the end of February and I'm bringing a conversation that I recently had with Amy Stewart to you today. Amy is the Vice President of the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing. Throughout our talk, you'll hear us use or refer to that organization as a packet. This organization is doing fantastic things in the post-acute care space. They have incredible education. They've got two different podcasts that focus on topics for the nurse assessment coordinator and also for the nurse leader that are available on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. They have several certifications that can be achieved through their organization. They provide a lot of resources to long-term care nurses and professionals. But before I take too much away from our conversation, let's listen to that conversation I had with Amy Stewart from Apacken. So Amy, why don't you tell our audience uh, what brought your career to Apacken? Sure, Rob. I started with Apacken about five and a half years ago. And prior to coming here, I spent the majority of my nursing career in long-term care. Uh, In the early years, before I was even a nurse, I was a home health aide, and so I've been taking care of the elderly for over 30 years, but about 25-ish in uh, as a nurse in long-term care. So I became an LPN. I actually started out as an LPN in long-term care. Then I was an RN, and then I finally received my master's degree in nursing. And I have served in so many different roles in the nursing home, including I've been a nurse on the floor, a nurse assessment coordinator, an assistant director of nursing, director of nursing, regional reimbursement nurse. I was a clinical reimbursement uh, specialist. I have done stuff with quality, uh, but much of my time as a long-term care nurse was spent consulting on Medicare, MDS-related items, billing, and reimbursement. There was such a need for staff to have a greater understanding of the intricacies of Medicare and how Medicare works and how the MDS is coded. So uh, I've been doing this for a very long time. And prior to coming here to work for a packet, I actually spoke at one of their conferences and I wrote some portions of their certification manuals. In addition to this, I also spent some time as a legal nurse consultant before I came here for a Chicago-based law firm where I helped review medical records uh, to help defend nursing homes. And all of those things kind of led me to here to where I could impact a lot of nurses in long-term care and help provide them resources to make their lives easier. I know that APACN has a variety of services that you provide, but before we talk about that, let's talk about the vision of APACN. Who are your typical members? So our membership consists of 15,000 individuals, and those are Predominantly RNs or LPNs or LVNs, but we also have administrators, therapists, so we have OTs, PTs, speech therapists, and then other members of the interdisciplinary team who uh, 
work on the MDS or want to know more about the regular regulatory aspects of care. So our goal is really to provide resources to skilled nursing facility members that have that play some role in either the RAI process uh, or the MDS process or are responsible for any portion of the survey because we also provide a lot of resources for survey um, to help our members so they're prepared. We use a lot of alphabet soup in long-term care. So RNs are registered nurses, LPNs are licensed practical nurses. What is an LVN? It's a licensed vocational nurse. <laughs> okay. I don't know that we have LVNs in any of the states that um, I service. So that was, a, that was a new one, at least for me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are some of the services that a PACN provides? APACN is best known for its certifications. Of course, we have the gold standard RAC-CT, but we also have RAC-CTA, which is for the advanced Medicare specialist. We have the DNS-CT for the directors of nursing, and then we have QCP. So those are all, which stands for the QAPI certified professional. So those are our certifications that we offer. In addition, we also provide a lot of education on a variety of topics, including things like quality measures, five-star, Medicare fundamentals, and what it means to skill someone and how someone how a resident can utilize their Medicare benefits. In fact, we have a learning ladder that's available on our website right now that listeners can download. And that learning ladder really helps guide individuals towards the education they need at various inter intervals of their career. We find that this is so important given the volume of turnover in both the NAC and the nurse manager role. So unfortunately we're seeing a lot of turnover. So we've actually been creating more uh, resources for those individuals who are new to the role of the nurse assessment coordinator or a nurse manager. In addition, we also have the APACN Education Foundation, and I think a lot of people aren't aware that we have this, but that foundation funds and provides continued growth and development of nurses and of academic evidence-based research to advance the work of, nurse, of the nursing profession. The foundation is dedicated to fostering the education of nursing students who plan to enter long-term care practice and to provide grant funding for projects related to nursing education and improving quality of nursing care and long-term care facilities. In fact, at our APACN conference next April, we're going to be giving away a number of nursing scholarships, and those could be awarded to nurses, and we also have some that are awarded to CNAs. Do the nurses and CNAs apply for those? Is that how they win those? Yes, they do. Every year we have an open window. Uh, unfortunately, the window just closed, but it's usually prior to our uh, conference. So I would say the fourth quarter of 2022, individuals who are interested in applying for one of our scholarships should look on our website for that information. And what is your website? I was going to ask you about that because you mentioned the learning ladder that's available there. Sure. Our, our website is www w.aapacn.org. 
and I'll put that in the, the show notes as well for our listeners. I know you produce a few different podcasts yourself, um, and a packin does. Can you tell our audience a little more about what to expect if they were to go and listen and subscribe to your podcasts? Sure, no problem. We do have two podcasts. We have the LTC DON chat or uh, Director of Nursing chat, and that's for the nurse managers. And then we have the LTC NAC chat for those individuals who are involved in the MVS process. We cover a big variety of long-term care topics with expert guests in the field. In fact, you and I have done a few of those together. Yeah. Um, the topics are, are they, they're just, they're, they vary greatly. The podcasts are relatively short. We try to keep them between 15 and 30 minutes, but they're full of useful information. For example, I recently, recently I did one with you on CBD oil treatment and care planning, which provides important considerations when a resident is using CBD oil in the facility. But I've also done podcasts on Medicare Part B denials, addressing healthcare-associated infections, common PDPM missteps, and so many other topics. I've listened to several of them, and it really is fantastic information. Oh, thank you. What do you see as the future of a packing? It has really changed a lot since it was first founded, hasn't it? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we're going to continue to provide the high quality education and certifications, and we're going to break down complex regulations. Um, but we're offering more types of memberships. We now have an organizational membership that includes all education and certification within the membership pricing. So an organization can buy their staff members. They can they could price a um, they can get an organizational membership plus, and they pay this one fee, and they get all the education along with. The membership so it's it doesn't include the in-person uh certification workshops but it includes everything else to be honest when i was consulting i wish i had this option because we had all of our nurse assessment coordinators certified and they were members so if you have a large staff or have uh, a lot of facilities and you have the need for 10 or more memberships you or five or more facilities, this kind of benefit may be what you're looking for. And I would encourage individuals to contact a PACN and ask about our, our organizational membership opportunities because those are relatively new. I think it's important to note that organizations that invest in their staff and, and provide them education reduces turnover. And more specifically, when they invest in a pack in education, it also ensures accuracy of the MDS and use of Medicare benefits as well. Boy, those are two really important areas, aren't they? Turnover mm -hmm. and accuracy of the MDS. Mm -hmm. Are you getting reimbursed the way you should? And are you able to retain your staff? Because staffing is such a critical issue right now in long-term care. Mm -hmm. It is. What else do you want our listeners to know about a packet? Well, Rob, I'd like listeners to know that a packet isn't just for staff who are involved in the MDS and reimbursement. Although that's what we're known for, uh, we have a lot of great tools and education for current and future nurse leaders. 
And our education isn't only for nurses. For example, anyone involved in the QAPI process can take the QP, QCP certification course and the exam to become certified. This is a great certification for every administrator too. And lastly, we have a lot of education that is intended to be used to train and onboard both the DNS or nurse managers and the NAC. So the facility doesn't need to spend time creating all of these onboarding tools, they can use ours. So I'd like people to you know, consider looking at our resources for nurse managers, directors of nursing, unit managers, assistant directors of nursing, because we have a lot of great resources for them, such as DNS fundamentals to start with if you have new, new nurse managers. Uh, what is one thing that you'd like to share with others about what you have learned in the last year and a half? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, <laughs> professionally, I have learned that there is a great need for strong nurse leaders in post-acute care and that organizations really need to invest in and create resilient leaders not only for today, but the future as well. I've seen facilities with strong nurse leaders and they've had lower turnover, higher vaccination rates. Uh, and even prior to the mandate, they've had higher vaccination rates. I think too that a nurse leader, I would like to add too that I've learned that the individuals working within the facility need a nurse leader that they can come to and count on that will listen to their, you know, listen to them and be compassionate towards their needs. Personally, I've learned how important it is to take care of yourself and to rid yourself of things that don't bring you joy. I do something every week for myself. It may be a massage, it may be a day off where I do nothing, or it might be splurging on something that I've wanted but felt I, I could just live without. So it Recently, for example, I invested in a uh, meditation app and I have tried to do meditations uh, weekly since, and I know it's you know still quite early in 2022, but I've, I've been doing them nightly, not weekly, nightly to help improve my quality of sleep. So I think it's important for us to slow down and think about what can I do for myself? It can be something small. I mean, if you have small children, Maybe it's an afternoon out, just doing whatever you want to do, um, you know, whatever it is you need to do to recharge your battery. So I, I, I would say those are the two things I've learned. Thank you so much, Amy. I really appreciate you being here and on our podcast today. Well, Rob, I appreciate the opportunity for being here and I look forward to having you join me on my next podcast as well. Thanks so much. promised you a lot of great content from Amy Annapakin, and I think she definitely delivered. You should check out their website for additional information. It's www.aapacn.org. And again, the podcast that she mentioned, you can find on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts by searching for LTC DON Chat or LTC NAC Chat.
Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk About LTC with Synchrony Pharmacy. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We're creating this series with the listener in mind. If there are any topics or guests you wish to be considered for inclusion or questions, please send them to our team at education at pcapharmacy.com. And please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, take care.